Football Podcast. Talking about European football, the European competitions, the Champions League, the Europa League, the Conference League. And this is a segment that we wanted to do on Monday, but we, we run out of time. And it has been a historic Italian season in Europe. Five of the 12 semi-finalists remaining in the three European competitions come from Serie A. We have, of course, the Italian uh, Milanese semi-final between Milan and Inter uh, in the Champions League. Uh, the possible all-Italian final in the Europa League with Juventus and Roma um, on um, opposite semi-finals. And as we discussed just there, Fiorentina favourites against Basel to make the conference final where they play West Ham or AZ. Um, it's, it's like we're back in the 1990s when Serie A was basically doing this every year. So yeah. the question is Nimmer, um, and I want to do a, us to do a deep dive on this. Is Serie A back? Is it back as a force in European competition? Or is this just circumstance and a, and a great one-off season? It's just a great one-off season and it's circumstance. Mm. I think, you know, as much as the Serie A want to, uh, putting out that incredibly cringe-inducing video of Capello, Tony and Fabio Cannavaro, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not back like that uh, at all because that was a completely different era where Italian football was year after year after year dominating in Europe. Um, and the best league, probably in the history of football, in terms of where ev- all the best players in the world played in one definitely, league. Definitely the best That league. was the Serie A. We're, that, that we're nowhere near that. And I don't think it's even possible for anyone. Football is too globalised. There's too many big clubs in too many countries that have too much money for that to happen ever again. So no, if, if that's the comparison, absolutely not. But... It is a very. It, it isn't. It, it. I think this is a one-off season in the sense that, I think the pandemic, kind of prevented a lot of teams from spending. Real Madrid and Barcelona, are, Barcelona are the exception because they just mortgage their entire future. Um, but, but Real Madrid have not spent like they used, like they are usually do with the Galactico spending, um, and and I think. You know the the Premier League clubs have spent, Chelsea have spent, but have they spent wisely? I don't think they have. Um, I think City have spent wisely, uh, and and that shows on the pitch. But other than that, I think it's one of those situations where teams in the top teams are kind of in between um, finding themselves. I think PSG's Messi, Neymar, uh, you know that their Galactical version. Is not is not paying off, and I think that we're going to see a massive changing of the guards there as well. Um, and 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 I think it kind of leaves the door open. Uh, and also, yeah, Bayern, other leagues and, yeah. and Bayern Munich, especially because they were my favourites to win. The, what they have done is they've just imploded. They the, the leadership of that club, they've gone full on their nickname FC Hollywood, mm. and just destroyed themselves their season. They, they they might not even win the Bundesliga now. Um, so it's, I think it's, I think it's a lot of, I think it's circumstance and also yeah. the Italian teams are doing well. They're well organized. They're well coached. Hmm. They, they are. Yeah. I mean, I just want to, just wanted to expand on, on, on the point about the other leagues, uh, and the premier league. I, I think that that is a definitely a big reason. I think the other leagues, the other leagues, the other leagues outside of the premier league are definitely weaker. And that's part of the whole premier league taking over football that mm. they're completely gobbling up every single league. Uh, and financially, the monopoly that they have, and financially, 
Spain, for example. Spain, is, there's a big decline in La Liga. You know, Barcelona uh, haven't got out of the Champions League group stages two years in a row. Mm. Atletico Madrid have, have had a massive decline. Um, they didn't even get out of the groups themselves this year. Um, the other Spanish teams are not great. I mean, like the other teams that are kind of just below those big three, you know, Valencia fighting Sevilla. relegation. Sevilla have been fighting relegation for most of the season. Now they've, when they're still somehow in the semi-finals of the Europa League, but they've had a bad season. Uh, it's, basically, it's basically really just Real Madrid that you could describe as an elite elite team. I think Barcelona probably will get back if they financially don't implode themselves. Um, but La Liga is financially in a, yeah. in, a, in a crisis. Liga is just, you know, it's just PSG, let's be honest. Uh, Bundesliga at the highest level is just Bayern Munich. They're the only team that can really compete to win the, the Champions League and the only, you know, the only team that should be feared by the Serie A clubs. Um, so I think that in the recent past, really, Serie A has had to deal with two leagues that are much richer and stronger than it, either yeah. the Premier League and La Liga. Now it's just the Premier League. La Liga is still financially stronger than the than the Premier than Serie A. The new TV deal it's got is much bigger than the disastrous TV deal that, that Serie A has got. But it's not. Uh, it's the gap is not so big that it's you know unsurmountable on the pitch with with good mm. clever ideas and, and and projects like Serie A and, teams have done. And also, so that's number one. The number two is like just expanding on your Premier League point. Is three of the four Premier League teams in the Champions League this season have been in crisis. Um, Chelsea complete crisis despite all the spending I mean Todd Lasso as I call him Ted Todd Bowley and Todd just, I mean completely completely clueless uh, Liverpool have been in crisis this yeah. season as well uh, and and Tottenham, you see the history of the Tottenham. No, they, are, mean, they are, they are, they are, they're, they're, a, they're like a, they're, they're, they're a TV soap. Like yeah. it's, on today's episodes of Tottenham Hotspur, like it's just mm. every day. So I think the bottom line is the competition against Serie A this season hasn't been so strong. And then, and I also think that the draws have been very good for Serie A. We usually yeah, get are. bad draws. This year, I mean, the knockouts, we've played, no, I mean, let's be honest, we haven't played, none of our teams have played any giant teams in the knockouts. Let's be honest. Mm. They haven't. Who have they played? Mm. I mean, I mean, Milan played um, Tottenham and... Uh, well, Inter okay. had Bayern and Barcelona, so... No, they yeah. in the group stages, but I mean, yeah. in the knockout stages. No. I mean, Inter played Porto and Benfica. You can't ask for a better draw. I'm not saying mm. they're, good, they're not that good teams, but no, you can't no, ask for mean, a better draw. To the others. Yeah, and um, really. Milan played Tottenham uh, and, and then they played Napoli, who's, you know, it's a, who are a great team, but it's a Serie A team. Basically, we didn't play any great non-Serie A teams. Um, so, you know, and we also had some luck in the Europa League as well. I mean, Man United and Arsenal both going out, uh, opened the doors a little bit for, for you know, for Juventus, mm. for Roma. And so Absolutely. I think that cer- those circumstances that I've just mentioned, I think definitely. And also Arsenal are a young team that are in, you know, building towards something and, and United under Eric Ten Hag era, that's just begun. So there's a lot of teams that are in transition in where they are in their projects. As for as for another thing is that look, Italian football. We we have a saying in Swedish that, you know, to be able to cook soup on the head of a nail, which requires, means that you can work wonders with barely any money. There is no league in the world. There are no better directors in world football than Italian football directors in doing that, mm. in cooking soup, in cooking soup on the head of a nail. Like they are unbelievable at that. Just look at Inter's. Squad, uh, the lineup, loans and free transfers, like you know, yeah. finding the right player for the right manager at the right time. They are the best at that. It- Italians mm. football directors, and I think Napoli, Milan have embraced this new absolutely uh, team building uh, mm. through 
lowering your wages. What, Juntoli, Masara, yeah. Marotta. Scout, basically scouting and developing young yeah. players and turning them into stars. Yeah. Uh, that That is the, unfortunately, is the new way. That no, it's that all is Italian the reality. Teams. That's and how that's all Italian, Italian teams, Italian including clubs, Inter and Juventus, yeah, will everyone, have to do. Everyone has to do that. And, but they yeah. are the, the best at it. But they they've all, executed it. They've executed yeah, no, but they it are the, well. because they've all all of them have done it before reaching the levels they did. All of them, Ricky Masara, Juntoli, Marotta, every single one of them came up through the ranks doing just that. You know, yeah. with barely any money, turning something into something. Well, what Napoli have done in in getting rid of Insignia, Mertens, Fabian uh, Ruiz, Kulibali, uh, Ospina, replacing five pillars of the team, experienced players, and then bringing in you know Kralat Skelly for ten million, Kim Min Jae for eighteen million. Uh, you know, and 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 uh, who else? And some other players as well. Uh, I mean, what they've done, and by while well, lowering the wage bill, lowering the age of the squad, and building a new team, and making it, you know, the best team in Italy, one of the best in Europe. I mean, just an example of yeah. like when you have a policy, a, a project, and you team building project, but you execute it well, you know, it is possible. It's not, it's not sustainable because unfortunately the team gets broken up. You know, and the Premier League teams will take Osimhen this summer, and they'll take Kim Min Jae maybe because of his release clause, and they'll eventually, you know, over the course of a year, two years, three years, they will lose the players. And as we saw, let's say with Borussia Dortmund ten years ago, you know, year after year after year, you can't have your best players taken away and and, and sustain it. It's not sustainable. But on one in a one-off season, it can all come together, like mm. it came together for Napoli. Uh, and mm. it's come together for the Italian team. So mm. I think that's great. As is the coaching. I mean, we have to say that Italy. Where even no, when, during times of crisis, they have the best coaches in the world, yeah. and that will never change. And the ones that come to Italy that aren't Italian, like Mourinho, they up their game. You know, he he always talks yeah. about how much of a better how how Italy has improved him as a coach. Hmm. So you know, well, three of the four team, three of the four coaches in the Champions League semi-finals are are Italian. Italian, yeah, yeah. It's Inzaghi, Ancelotti, uh, Pioli. Pioli, yeah, yeah. Pioli so, and Pep and Guardiola, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it just it just goes to show. It just goes to, to show. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately, yeah, until we see this done over two or three years, you know, we can't say that Italian football's back because no. it's one year. Uh, we need more years. I mean, just remember. I mean, it was how many years since we even got teams in the quarterfinal? Yeah, was exactly, two years? Exactly. You know. Uh, I mean, you know, and then it's just all come together. And then we know that all the problems that are in Serie A still, mm. the financial crisis, the league, and the clubs are in. You know, the stadiums, the racism, the TV um, rights, the TV rights. Yeah. I mean, the production yeah. of Italian players that Mancini has been quite only 28% are, are Italian. Uh, so in know. conclusion, let's just enjoy it and not be prisoners of the moment.